Some chats. I'm here with the artist and friend Katrina Haggerty. Katrina, how are you doing today? Doing great. <laughs> you had a busy morning, or you, you know, just kind of rolling out of bed about 2 p.m. Uh, I have had kind of. A, I've been working on a video, so I guess doing that, but um, not really art-related. Actually, just like a personal project. So <laughs> that sounds a good, like a good place to start. Though, what's this video all about? Um, it's just I something for work, honestly. So it's really not <laughs> not that exciting. But talk about um, it's just like an a coronavirus wedding that got pushed back. It's just like messages for people that couldn't get married. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, my my mom's been dealing with a lot of that too. She is she helps with booking weddings. Anyway, so you are back at work. You're at, remind me where you work again, or tell everyone else where you work. I nanny for a family that um, is close by, um, and then I used to work at a cycling studio in Wicker Park. But when everything should hit the fan, there like obviously I haven't been back there since. So I've just been doing a lot of artwork and then um, hanging with some kids. So be chill. <laughs> when you've been nannying throughout the whole quarantine process? No, I actually just started back um, last week. So I know a few other nannies I'd talked to had like managed to maintain their jobs through all of that, which is kind of interesting. Anyway, so it sounds like you had a lot of time to yourself to work on. Are we looking at any of what you've worked on behind you right now? Sorry, um, my connection is like really bad. So I kind of missed that, but can you say it again? <laughs> oh, no, I just said, um, it sounds like you had a lot of time to work on things. Are we looking at anything that you created recently behind you on the walls right now? If you want to talk about any of that, that would be cool. Yeah, um, pretty much everything behind me was like made during coronavirus, I never really had the ability to work on art full time because it was always a matter of like paying rent and doing all that kind of stuff. That's a necessary thing. So um, I feel like whenever I start in a job or doing something, I get really wrapped up. So it was hard to create time for both art and that. Um, so having, you know, two months to actually fully dedicate to making art and producing stuff every day was huge and I felt like my output was more than it's ever been and um, it has been it has been so long since I'd really been practicing being an artist every single day and really waking up thinking about it going to bed thinking about it so definitely was productive time and time I will miss for sure <laughs> yeah no I I feel the same way it was super cool to just be able to to dive in like you said like you wake up that's all you have to do and then like you go to sleep thinking about it and you just pick up where you left off there's like nowhere to be even hanging out with people you couldn't hang out with people so it was just like all right this is what i'm doing all the time but um any question yeah oh yeah did you hit a wall at any point because i know like two months is a long time and as great as it is as it is to be able to focus on that all the time I do think there's a lot to be said about like being able to balance things out. And typically we need like 
uh, life experiences in order to like cultivate new perspectives or you know have new things to say through our art. Um, did you hit a wall at any point in those two months where you kind of like, you know what, I think I'm just going to watch TV today or something like that? Yeah, um, pre-corona, I felt like I was not like a very big like TV watcher. I was mainly like podcasts and music, um, you know, even like time for reading and stuff. It wasn't things I was making time for, but I was pretty much, my roommate went back to the suburb, so I was here by myself um, in pretty much solitary confinement for a full like 70 days. So it was definitely crazy. And there were times where I was like, I'm going to lose my mind and like, you know, I need to like, hear someone else's voice besides my own so yeah there was definitely challenging times and times that just like I felt completely exhausted because I had been working so much um but I felt like there were like good weeks like really really productive weeks and then like harder weeks but it was still good to you know challenge to keep going even when it was like you kind of don't feel like it it's like remember that this is time that you probably won't have and take advantage of it when you can yeah certainly um while I'm thinking about it, I guess if you have, obviously we can see some of your work behind you, but I know that is by no means the extent of the things that you do. So if you want to share like your uh, your handles and things so people can go, I know you have a website as well where people can go check out things. Maybe, uh, maybe we can help you with a few sales here. Yeah, that would be dope. Um, I am need to work on my website again. I like deleted everything because I had so much new work that I felt like was a lot more relevant. So right now it's pretty a pretty barren desert. But um, obviously there is work that needs to go on there. But I just haven't gotten around yet. But definitely Instagram is always popping. <laughs> yeah, and like, what, what's your handle? Is what I'm asking. Um, yeah, it's just at Katrina, but spelled C A T R I O N A. Hegarty, H-E-G-A-R-T-Y. There you go. I know where to go, people. Check it out. Lots of cool stuff. Um, I remember a, a while back you'd shared some of, well, I think you just sent me a link to the website, but I was uh, I was into like the, the more geometric stuff that you'd done. Um, is there any like specific area you've been focusing on recently or has it kind of just been across the board? Um, I think at the beginning, it was a lot of, thankfully, commission pieces. So people, you know, reaching out, supporting, spending a lot more time at home than ever before. So they realized, like, I don't have any art or like, I don't, I have never supported an artist by purchasing a work from them. So that was awesome to feel financially and, you know, emotionally supported by people around you. They're telling you that they think that your work is worth something and want to help you. Um, so that was great as a motivator because it was comfortable. And then along with that, I would kind of work on more conceptual things, which I felt like I hadn't had time to focus on, especially like if a painting came up as a commission, I would always make time for it. But now I have the opportunity to work more on commission things for, you know, reality and then conceptual things that were more therapeutic just to do as an artist. Cool. So what were like, are people kind of like referencing something that you've made and being like, hey, I like this, can you make me something like that? Or are they just kind of like, I don't know, when you're getting a commission from someone, how does that look typically look? I'm sure it's different every time, but you can kind of summarize. Yeah, um, I'm a like primarily abstract artist. So a lot of times people will give me like color palettes or 
you know, they might send me like an inspiration photo or something that they like. It could be something that I've done on my own, a previous commission or something that they just like found on the web. Like, these are the colors that I really want, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then basically if it's an abstract commission, we'll just cover size. We'll go over, you know, pricing as far as like materiality and then kind of go from there. And then there'll be like two check-in points throughout the commission process where they'll kind of guide me as far as color, like more or less. But a lot of it's pretty open-ended for the most part, especially with abstract pieces. But yeah, there's always going to be people who want something a little bit more, you know, realistic or, you know, have a specific vision in mind. And um, that's always fun too. Yeah, that's cool. And you, you primarily work with paint, right? I know you, you also do some digital stuff as well. Those feel like two completely different worlds to me, but I'm sure there's more overlap than I'm aware of. Yeah, I feel like um, that was another thing, getting more into adding dimension through other materials on my pieces is something I spent a lot of time on um, as far as collaging on canvas or I used to spray paint and acrylic mainly, um, but even going back in with like charcoal pens, things that I just haven't utilized in a while. Um, and then sewing and embroidery too, as far as creating new textures and sort of integrating new skills that I spent time with in quarantine um, has been cool to see it come together. That's cool. Do you sometimes use like props as well? Like I know I have a painting in my room that like some street artist in Mexico made of like space and he had like a peanut butter jar top that he used to, you know, make a, a planet or something. And, they have other sorts of props and things and you have props that you use as well while you're doing these things? Um, I feel like I don't use as many like unnatural materials in painting. I'm really big on like conservation and that sort of thing. So I feel like I utilize a lot of waste in other ways in my home that it doesn't really go into my art. Um, but maybe it does as far as like storage, if that makes sense as far as like reusing jars, cans, bottles, that sort of thing. So in my practice that, that exists, but not physically on the canvas. Fair enough. For me. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked to musicians the first two times around, so we wanted to bring in someone else in the uh, different creative field. And I'm, I'm not as good at asking questions for artists because I don't paint myself, but um, <laughs> forgive me if I'm asking any dumb questions. Um, I feel like that's a, a good segue though. I do have one like recurring question that I'm trying to ask everyone that is music related. And it's if uh, you could create like your dream three piece band of like all time that any three musicians bring them together. Who do you think it would be? I know you're Stevie Nicks fan. That's the only thing I have in mind. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stevie Nicks, I'm like always a big Stones girl. So, I mean, gotta like represent classic rock and roll in there. Like Mick Jagger, Stevie, and like fucking Cher, honestly, would probably be my like <laughs> ideal. <laughs> like all these things. You gotta have a little like zest in there to break up and, you know, a little flavor. So, that would be quite the crew. <laughs> it would make no sense, but maybe it would work. No, I mean, maybe it would work because it's three, like, very, very much front people. And uh, 
But I feel like, I don't know, we can make that work somehow. I have no fucking idea what it would sound like. <laughs> I like it. That might be the most, all the other I ones. Definitely- learned a few uh different instruments but <laughs> yeah i don't know well, stevie plays guitar right I'm... she's a huge tambourine girl as well so yeah i feel like nick nick could rock a tambourine too maybe it's just all shakers all and tambourine and and sing yeah um yeah that's a good one. madonna would have some rockets probably <laughs> Morocco, you said the share, you mean? You said share, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even um, know who's in my band. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, that, that was good. I'm really having a hard time imagining that, but I think that's good. That means it would be <laughs> and exciting. Um, well, we are at our 15 minute mark. Thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us. It was, it was great to have, like I said, a non musician on here. I look I want to have a chef or something next time. That sounds fun to me. Yeah. Keep it, uh, you know, different each time here. So uh, thanks for our time. And once again, this is uh, Trina Haggerty. At Trina Haggerty, right? That was it for your Instagram handle? Yep. Uh, check it out there. I'm sure he's got links to your website from there. And uh, everybody have a good day. I'm cool. Rick. This is Wholesome Chats. Until next time. Thank you.